broadcast of Writers Radio Theater is made possible by a grant from the National Status Quo Foundation. The National Status Quo Foundation, keeping things pretty much the way they are. And by the support of two other listeners like you. that in the last years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by a malevolent intelligence. Slowly and surely, with envious eyes, it launched a plan to dominate and plunder this small fragment of our solar driftwood we call Earth. And now this station, along with a coast-to-coast network of like-minded stations, joins WBXU and the X-Star Radio Network to bring you a special production of Riders Radio Theater. Tonight's presentation features the used Mercury Players of the Air in a radio play suggested by the Orson Welles production of War of the World. It was near the end of October 1999. Business was good. Unemployment was down. All economic indicators were up. The only clouds in the horizon were the Y2K. The Millennium and Kenneth Starr. We take you now live to the Starlight Rooftop Garden, high atop the Quality Hotel Central in downtown Norwood, Ohio. Put on your rumba shoes, it's time for the Tico Tico Orchestra under the direction of Raymond Jackass. Excuse me, excuse me, Texas Big Spender. My name is not Raymond Jackass. My name is Roman Jackass. Right, Fernando? Si. I'm so sorry. Let me rephrase that. Thank you. The Tico Tico Orchestra, under the direction of Ramon Jackass. Uh, 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 once again, you have made the same mistake. I'm not Jackass. I am Jackass. Of course you are. Yes, of course I am. Now, thank you. Rumba lovers, it's time, Fernando. A luxuriantly mustached conga player will lead us in the Tico Tico Waltz. Are you ready, Fernando? See. Si. One, two, three, four. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of rumba music to bring you a special news bulletin. Mysterious incandescent explosions of gas which emanated several days ago in the vicinity of the red planet Mars are now approaching Earth. This cosmic phenomenon is expected to severely disrupt communications worldwide. We go now live to our reporter, Corey Flintoff, at the prestigious Wichita Wizard World Science Center. This is Corey Flintoff. I am with the man universally recognized as the smartest man in the world, the new Mr. Wizard designate. Gosh, new Mr. Wizard, what's that cardboard tube for? Well, Corey, as you know, three days ago, our Mars observer reported a mass of hydrogen in the vicinity of the south pole of Mars. At least that's what we think happened. Uh Uh-huh. And the cardboard tube is for... Well, you see, the problem is that the images we receive from the satellite are strangely distorted. It's almost as if someone played with them or distorted them on purpose. Wow. Say, what about the cardboard tube? But, you see, if these extraterrestrial phenomena are real, that means they're moving towards the Earth at an astonishing velocity. And we don't know what's going to happen when they get here. Velocity. Isn't that the same thing as speed, new Mr. Wizard? Mm, That's pretty close. Good job. And, say, what's the cardboard tube for? Well, I'm glad you finally asked, Corey. You see... We put a little crimp in the bottom of it, pour in a little lemon juice, Mm -hmm. add some salt, and zap it with a cattle prod, and... Wow, it glows! Well, that's it from the Wizard World Science Center. Back to you, Texas Bix. Well, uh, thank you, Corey. I've just been handed a new bulletin from the National Media Watch Center. The electronic turbulence from these extraterrestrial gases is expected to knock all cable, all television, and most radio broadcast frequencies off the air. However, because of high melodramatic tolerance, this radio station is expected to stay on the air, and we will continue to closely monitor this developing situation. So leave your television off and stay tuned to this radio station for further bulletins. We now return you live to the rooftop garden of the Quality Hotel Central in downtown Norwood, Ohio, and the music of Raymond Jackass. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Fernando, you did it again. See? What should I do? Sue. Sue who? See. Hmm. 
And now, rumba lovers, time for the tickle, tickle, rumba boogie. One, two, three. Sorry to interrupt again, but we have a new update on the gaseous emissions from Mars. New data reveals that these gases have a solid core. Oh, wait a minute, I've just been handed a new update. Apparently, one of these meteors has just crashed to Earth in a remote part of the American West, known as Tumbleweed Valley. And we have a reporter on the scene. It's Cassandra Cloverbottom from our affiliate station, KZKZ in Tumbleweed City. Cassandra, what's going on out there? I'm standing at the foot of a small ridge on Grover Mills Ranch, just north of town. A number of locals, drawn by the sight of the falling meteorite, are also here. The sun has set. It is dark, except for an eerie glow from the pit where the meteor crashed to Earth. Okay, okay, move back, everybody. I've got to put this police tape up here. Come on, move back. We hey. can't see anything in the pit because it's full of steam or smoke or something. The meteor must have struck with terrific force. The ground is covered in splintered wood from a tree it must have hit on its way down. The high sheriff of the county is here. Let me see if I can get a word with him. I've got to get this police tape put up, folks. Now move back. That means you too, lady. Hi, Sheriff. I'm Cassandra Cloverbottom with the Mammoth Radio Network. Oh, well, What do you make of this? Uh, hi, Miss Cassandra. I've seen you a hundred times. Yes. I'll tell you what. It's nice to meet you. Mm. I'll tell you what, ma'am. I don't know what to make of it. It could just be mass disillusionment. A mass what? A, a, a mass disillusionment. You know, like George W. Bush. Hey, come in. Coming through. Make way, please. We're coming through. We got riders here. Excuse hey, who are these people? It's, it's riders in the sky. Howdy, Sheriff Drywall. Well, howdy, boys. I'm glad y'all are here. Hi, Sheriff. I'm Cassandra Cleverbottom with the Mammoth Radio Network. Yes, you are. I'm Ranger Doug, idol of American youth at your service. And I'm pleased to meet you, ma'am. I do, ma'am. I'm Woody Paul. And I'm the short, mm -hmm. cute one. I'm too slim. Mm -hmm. uh, Ranger Doug, what do you make of this? I don't know, Sheriff, but I don't have to know. What I do know is that something's going on down there. <gasps> Everybody stay back. Whoa, look out! Stay what? back. What? An eerie sound is coming from the pit. The steam and smoke is clearing. Wait, we can see what's in the pit. It seems to be a large metal cylinder. Wait a minute, what's that? <gasps> this is Texas Big Spender back at the studio. We're experiencing some technical difficulty and have temporarily lost contact with our reporter, Cassandra Cloverbottom. Rather dramatically, I might add. We'll endeavor to reestablish contact. In the meantime, we return you to the music of Raymond Jackass. Thank you, thank you. And now the Tickle Tickle Orchestra of Raymond Jacquez, not Jackass, features the magic fingers of Jose Jose and the wonderful Kedjan Tickle Tickle. Fernando, he mispronounced my name again. See? He so? better not do that again. But We're interrupting once again, faithful listeners. We have reestablished contact with our reporter, Cassandra Cloverbottom. Cassandra, are you there? Yes, Texas Fix, I'm here. Sorry about that, Miss Cloverbottom. Please try not to trip over my power cord again, hi, Sheriff. Yes, ma'am, I will. I, I just gotta be I just gotta be putting up some more do not cross this line tape here, ma'am. So, so. Hey, look, down in the pit. There's something in there. Something's crawling out. I see two big eyes. E.T. has come home. Keep back, I tell you. Keep back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the most exciting thing I have ever witnessed. What on earth is it? More like what not on earth is it? <gasps> hey, it's it's pointing something at us. It looks like a ray gun. <gasps> Whoa, oh, it's shooting oh, at us. Run for your lives. Look out, boy. Turbo. Turbo here, boy. One turbo. Well, once again, we've lost contact with Cassandra Cloverbottom. We, uh, we understand the White House is closely monitoring this situation. We'll have a report on that soon. In the meantime, let's get back to that happy rumba sound of Raymond Jackass. My name is Raymond Jackass! See? We're, we're back. We have Cassandra. Cassandra. Yes, Texas Picks, I'm here. Well, what's going on? Are you all right? Yes, yes. Around me, trees are burning, rocks are melting, but I'm okay, thanks to the strong arms of a cowboy hero. Well, just glad to be of service, ma'am. 
Just before the blast from the ray gun reached me, this knight on horseback pulled me up behind him. We're now on a nearby ridge. Everyone else seems to have made it to safety, too. No, we're still in danger here. We're going to have to move back further. i got to pull up some more tape here, too. Everybody move back. got to pull up the tape. Hey, look down there in the crater. The ray gun is swinging this way. Say, Miss Cloverbottom, I wonder if you have a compact on you. Why? Is my nose shiny? No, no, your nose is perfect, but may I use your compact? Well, here you go. Your nose is a little shiny. Well, I'm not going to powder my nose, young lady. That ray gun's getting ready to fire. I'm going to use the mirror in this compact to reflect the ray back open where it's come from. The ray gun's going to fire. Here goes nothing. Oh, wow. It it worked, Ranger Doug. The the ray was reflected back. You've set the Martian ray gun on fire. Yeah. (gasps) But now it's shooting a fireball at us. Well, uh, well, once again, we've lost contact with Cassandra Cloverbottom, and it, uh, it appears that after all these years of melodramatic movies and radio shows that we actually are being invaded by something from Mars. I have an advisory from the Pentagon. Do not panic. As of now, the creature or creatures are contained in Tumbleweed Valley. A squadron of F-15s has been deployed from the Skepner Naval Air Base in Arizona. They're somewhere in the airspace over Tumbleweed Valley. Uh, come in, Alpha Sally Jesse Niner from Carolina, over. Copy that, over Rose Jerry Ader from Decatur, back at you. Cruising at treetop level in the fourth sector, switching to infrared, and oh my, oh the humanity, everything is burning. Visual, visual, I have a visual. Copy that, Opera Rose Jerry Ader from Decatur, what do you see, back at you? A huge fireball blazing up the Tex Ritter Trail. <laughs> Copy that, over Rose Derriator from Decatur. Be careful, flyboy. I'm going to drop a big one right up its wazoo. Arming smart bomb. All right, Martian scum. Kiss your alien backside goodbye. Bombs away! Smart bomb deployed. Losing on target. Hey, the smart bomb went right by the fireball. The Martians must have a shield of sheer stupidity. Uh-oh, the smart bomb's coming back at me! I got a fail! This is Texas Mick Spender again. You've been listening to actual transmissions from naval F-15s involved in aerial combat over Tumbleweed Valley. Apparently, they did not succeed in stopping the Martian menace. In a moment, we'll go live to our reporter, Billy Bob Edwards. He's with the 4th Artillery Division, which has circled Tumbleweed Valley in a steel curtain of incredible firepower. While we wait for Billy Bob's report, we have two members of the Western Minutemen Militia on the line. Gentlemen, can you hear me? Oh, loud and clear, Texas Mick. This is Commander Jethro Burns of the Tumbleweed Valley Minuteman Militia. This is Captain Homer. Well, are you gentlemen mobilizing to com- combat the Martians? No, we're not. Because there ain't no such thing as Martians. It's all a government conspiracy to disguise the fact that Y2K is going to destroy this country. It ain't going to get us, is it? Nope, because we're ready for it. Yep, we got a survival cabin built right here. Yep, got a generator and 100,000 gallons of fuel. Water for a year, a million cases of freeze-dried food. Well, come on, you Y2K, your so-called Martians, whatever, we're ready for you. We said, come on, get a piece of me here, partner. (laughs) What the, did you see that? Oh, no. Oh. Our survival cabins have been incinerated. Our 100,000 gallons of fuel's in flames. The water's evaporated. Our freeze-dried food is fried. We need a federal disaster loan. <laughs> well, make of that what you will. That was Homer and Jethro. We go now. We have a connection with Billy Bob Edwards, who's with the 4th Artillery Division. Uh, this is Billy Bob Edwards. <clears throat> Walking along a ridge somewhere. <clears throat> On the perimeter of Tumbleweed Valley, steep midnight, huge guns have been positioned all around this once tranquil valley. It ain't right, I tell you, it ain't right. Men and women in uniform preparing to launch the largest artillery bombardment in history. Range 32 meters. 32 meters, check. Stand by the fire in 10. What's that noise? Nine, eight. What noise? Seven, six. That noise. Five, four. It's the Martian fireball. He's headed for the ammo dump. One. The fireball setting off the ammo dump. It's a chain reaction. This is horrible. This is Texas Big Spender back in our newsroom. Apparently, the Martian fireball outflanked the Fourth Artillery Division and destroyed it. 
Remarkably, there were no casualties, but we did lose a lot of very big guns. As a result, the Martian fireball has disappeared. However, more Martian meteors have been picked up by radar. They're projected to land in St. Louis, Anaheim, Azusa, and Cucamonga. Excuse me, remember me? Roman Jacquard? Yes. This time I am interrupting you. Because yes, I am waiting here in the cold night air on the rooftop gardens of the Quality in Central Norwood, Ohio, waiting to do my big closing number on the big radio show. Yeah, well, look, Raymond, we're not going to be rejoining your show. Oh, really? Mars is invading the Earth, and we're just kind of busy with that right now. Yes, and you are still mispronouncing my name grotesquely as well. How would you like if someone continually mispronounced your name grotesquely? Texas Dick Bender. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, oh, look, here's a bulletin I've just been handed. Hey, Fernando, si, did you yeah, know his name is Texas Dick Bender? Si. Uh, oh, a Martian meteor is about to fall, oddly enough, on Norwood, Ohio. Texas Dick Bender. It appears to be heading right for the bandstand of the rooftop garden at the Quality Hotel Texas Central. Texas Big, what? Fernando, you see anything falling? See. Si. You've been listening to a special presentation of Writer's Radio Theater featuring the used Mercury players of the air in a radio play suggested by the Orson Welles production of War of the World. Is this the end of the world? To find out, join us next week, same time, same station, for part two of War of the World. You're listening to Writer's Radio Theater. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. And this is Theater of the Mind, the X-Star Radio Network. Writer's Radio Theater is made possible by Tumbleweed Southwest Mesquite Grill and Bar with restaurants in Cincinnati, Columbus, and Northern Kentucky. Tumbleweed offers a full lunch and dinner menu, including a variety of mesquite grilled steaks, ribs, chops, and Tex-Mex specialties. Tumbleweed Southwest Mesquite Grill and Bar, open every day at 11. Cowboys, Riders in the Sky, and Joey the Cowpoker King. Thank you. Glad to be back, Texas Ricks. Let's ride the rails on the old Santa Fe. What you find? Here comes the Santa Fe. Canyon steep, where the silvery rays follow mountainous trails across the prairie and onto the sea. Where the girl he loves best in his stocking and dress is waiting for the whistle scream. Ooh, here comes the Santa Fe. She's thundering loud, she's roaring haughty and proud at the break of day. Santa Fe. I'll ride her on the blinds if I can catch her on time. Here comes a Santa Fe. 
come the Saturday. She's thundering loud, she's roaring hearty and proud at the break of day. Saturday. I'll ride her on the blinds if I can catch her on time. Here comes a Saturday. Here comes that triple yo like to do now a, a song we've been doing toward the end of our shows recently, a tribute to the king of the cowboys, our old buddy Roy Rogers. I hope you recognize some of these songs from his movies and his, and his records. Bakersville was quite a cowboy down in Texas, and a western superman to say the least. He was the roughest, toughest critter, never known to be a quitter. And he never had no fear of man or beast. So yippee-i-yay, yippee-i-yay, yippee-i-yo. He's the toughest critter west of the Alamo. Pecos roped a raging cyclone out of nowhere. He saddled it and straddled it with ease. While that bronco bucked and flitted, Pecos rolled the smoke and lit it. And he tamed that ornery wind down to a breeze. So yippee-i-yay, He's the toughest critter west of the Alamo. Shadows on the trail moon shining through the trees And the plaintive wail from the distance Comes a-drifting on the Sheds its veil, there'll be blue shadows on the trail. The evening breeze blows the leaves around, while the brook adds a gentle sound. In the hills you'll see them shining, see the lights of old Santa Fe. Hit the trail, time for us to part To the place where I left my heart And this cowboy's heart is pining For the lights of old Santa Fe Give me land, lots of land under starry skies above Don't fence me in Let me ride through the wide open country that I love don't fence me in I want to be by myself in the evening breeze Listen to the murmur of the cottonwood trees Send me off forever, but I ask you please Don't fence me in, just turn me loose Let me straddle my old saddle underneath the western sky On my high use, let me wander over yonder Till I see the mountains rise I want to ride to the ridge where the west commences Gaze at the moon until I lose my senses I can't look at hobbles and I can't stand fences Don't fence me in Every day along about evening When the sunlight's beginning to fade I ride through the slumbering shadow Along the Navajo Trail When it's night 
can start calling And the coyote is making his way I dream by the smoldering fire Along the Navajo Trail Now Skyball Pete was a devil saint And his eyes was a fiery red Good men have tried this horse to ride But all of them are dead Now I won't brag but I rode this nagle Is what begin to boil And then I hit the ground and I ate three pounds Of good old western soul Singing hi-ho with the coyote Ride him high and down you go Sons of the western soil Sons of the western soil Imagination saddled up and ridden hard As far as a young mind's eye could see Across a landscape of action, self-reliance and deeply felt happiness Truth and work their own reward Friends at a fire and plans and songs and jokes And Dale and Gabby And a good horse, a smart horse Smarter than the black hat, the black heart Even the horse knew he was the king of the cowboys Long live the king He gave a kid in a dark room a plain, a river, a mountain A life's landscape for an imagination saddled up and ridden hard Happy trains to you. Everybody sing with us, come on. Until we meet again. Okay, I was just kidding. Happy trains to you. Keep smiling under men. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing the song and bring the sunny weather. Happy trails to you Till we This is the X-Star Radio Network.
broadcast of Writers Radio Theater is made possible by a grant from the National Blah 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 Foundation. The National Blah 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 Foundation, because we believe in blah blah blah. And by the support of two other listeners like you. that in the last years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by a malevolent intelligence. Slowly and surely, with envious eyes, it launched a plan to dominate and plunder this small fragment of solar driftwood we call Earth. And now this station, along with the coast-to-coast network of like-minded stations... Joins WVXU and the X-Star Network to bring you a special production of Riders Radio Theater. Tonight's presentation features the used Mercury Players of the Air in part two of a radio play suggested by the Orson Welles production of War of the Worlds. In part one of War of the Worlds, a news bulletin interrupted the live broadcast of the orchestra of Raymond Jackass. It is Ramon Jackass, not Jackass. Right, Fernando? This is Cassandra Clover with Bottom reporting. It is dark, except for an eerie glow from the pit where the meteor crashed to the earth. Something's in there. It's pointing something at us. It looks like a ray gun. Miss Clover, Bottom, I wonder, do you have a compact? Why, is my nose shiny? No, your nose is perfect. I'm going to use the mirror in this compact to reflect the ray back where it's coming from. <gasps> it's going to fire. Hey, it worked. That ray was reflected back. You set the Martian ray gun on fire. But now it's shooting a fireball at us. This is Billy Bob Edwards. Walking along the ridge. Somewhere in the perimeter of Tumbleweed Valley. It's deep midnight. Men and women in uniform. Preparing to launch the largest artillery bombardment in history. Stand by to fire. Martian fireball is setting off our ammo dump. This is horrible. And now part two of War of the Worlds. It's morning. Sun streams in the window. Last night seems like a horrible nightmare. As I set down these notes on paper, I'm obsessed by the thought that I may be the last living man Who's for coffee? Except for an old geezer. I'll have some coffee, side me. Hey, (laughs) look, my boots are on the wrong feet. (laughs) Except for an old geezer and a special idiot. (laughs) Wow, I can eat paper, take a bite of apple, and crunch numbers at the same time. Except for an old geezer, a special idiot, and a woody. Oh, Hey, come here, everybody. Something's coming on the radio. Oh, yeah? What is it, side mate? I think it's some Martians. Turn it up. Let's find out. Attention, Earthlings. I am Clantu from Mars. Resistance is futile. You will be destroyed unless you meet my demands. Mars needs women. We want Shania Twain. Mars needs 10 tons each of diamonds, rubies, sapphires, and emeralds. We use them for fuel. Bring everything to Devil's Tower within 48 minutes and no cops. To show you we mean business, we will destroy the best city in America. That is all. You've just heard a message from the Martians who invaded Earth last night. In other news, the president is meeting with his top security advisors. The Pentagon is up in arms, and in Texas, Governor George W. Bush has assigned a top aide to find out if these invaders should be called Martians, Martins, or Martinis. <laughs> and finally, in Minnesota, Governor Jesse Ventura is offering to referee the fight. <laughs> now we return to your regularly scheduled program of pre-recorded accordion music. Boys, as much as I love accordions, we'd better turn the radio off and do something. Gosh, I, I wonder what city... The Martians, Martins, or Martinis are planning to destroy. Well, you know, they said it's the best city in America. Let's see, I bet it's, I bet it's Baltimore. 
What about Milwaukee? I like Portland. Boys, boys, think about it. What city has chilly three ways? Great baseball. Where's the best place to buy a used Buick? And who has the best public radio in America? Oh, Cincinnati! That's right. Eating the call of duty and craving chili three ways. Riders in the sky quickly mount up and head for Cincinnati. Meanwhile, for you first-time listeners who haven't figured it out yet, it's time to find out who these Martians really are. In a secret laboratory deep in the wilds of the Grand Crouton Mountains, a sinister figure with a pencil-thin mustache, a reptilian demeanor, and a penchant for big and evil plans is gloating over his latest criminal act. Because the plot demands an evil man. <laughs> Glad to. You're a genius. <laughs> I do say so myself. <laughs> hey, who's that? Oh, Charlie. Holy cow, look at you. You're all charred and covered in soot. <laughs> I heard they set you on fire. Boy, they really did a number on you. Oh, shut up, Slocum. Yeah, but they bought it, Charlie. They really think a Martian came oh, after him. <laughs> I hurt everywhere. Yeah, but you were great, and that phony Martian suit really worked. Oh, oh I know it got a little hot in there, but look at you. Except for the fact that all your hair is singed off and your lips exploded. <laughs> You look great. Well, I don't feel great. Charlie, they're going to give us tons of precious gems and Shania Twain. Huh? Shania Twain? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just got to do one more little thing. Wait a minute. What one more little thing? Torch Cincinnati. Uh-uh. I ain't getting around fire again. Oh, I understand that, Charlie. Who can blame me after what you've been through? But all you do is you drive the big tanker truck over there to Cincinnati and get yourself a bowl of chili. Well, now, <laughs> I do love a good bowl of chili. Sure you do. Then before you get back in the truck, you open up the big valve on the tank, yeah. let the highly flammable polyphenol polyester start spilling out, yeah. and you take a nice little drive around town, spilling it all over the streets. That all, that's all there is to it. <laughs> Wait a minute. How's that going to torch Cincinnati? Well, when you got it all dumped out, you toss this little bottle out the window. Yeah? What's in the bottle? Well, it's a catalyst, Charlie. Huh? The bottle breaks when it hits the street, and you get a chemical reaction like you never saw, and a fire that won't stop. <laughs> So you're saying nothing's going to burn no. until I break that bottle. Right. Now go get yourself that bowl of jelly, Charlie. Right. Oh, and on your way back, steal a garbage truck. Huh? Why? Well, never mind why. Just do it. Right. The following morning, a large tanker truck driven by a huge doofus enters a massive construction zone on I-71, just outside of Cincinnati. Oh, boy, look at that. Hmm, bunch of signs up there. Let's see. Uh, middle lane closed, merge right. Okay. Now, right lane closed, merge left. Uh, all right. Uh, middle lane's closed. Uh, good luck and kiss the rest of your day goodbye. Uh, wait, wait. Oh, man, what do I do now? Oh, detour. I'll take that detour. All right. Four hours later, Charlie finally sees another sign. Okay, Cleveland city limits, huh? Oh, some detour. Well, I'm not going through that again. I'll just torch Cleveland. <laughs> oh, yeah. Before I do that, though, I got to get something to eat. Oh, this is a likely-looking place. What's that say? Joey's Lounge. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this joint looks all right. <laughs> okay, anybody home? Welcome to Joey's. What can I get for you? Uh, what's that you're drinking, bud? I'm not drinking. It's just a triple. <laughs> Worried about the Martians, eh? No, I don't drink martinis. Hey, what you got good to eat? Chili dogs. Fine. Give me 40. Patty, 40 chili dogs for the gentleman, sweetie. You bet, hon. <laughs> A short while later, full of chili dogs, oh. very full of chili dogs, yeah. Charlie leaves Joey Miskillin's lounge and walks across the parking lot to his truck. That was fine. A little snack. Now, time to get down to business. I open a little valve here. <laughs> Whoa, this stuff really comes out. 
Holy cow, I got it all over him. Good thing it don't burn without the catalyst in my back pocket. <laughs> it won't burn without that catalyst, but it's slippery, and when a big guy with about 40 chili dogs in him tries to walk across it... Whoa! That breaking glass? I think it was. <laughs> the script said it was. Whoa! And he's off. Charlie Blazes past the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Jake and down the Memorial Shoreway. Amazingly, nothing else is set afire, but the sight of the Martian fireball panics the city. Because as everybody knows, Cleveland's always on the verge of panic. When news of Cleveland's plight reaches Washington, the government caves in and agrees to meet the demands of Klaatu, the phony Martian. Soon, trucks of diamonds, rubies, emeralds, and sapphires, and one country singer's tour bus roll towards Devil's Tower. Meanwhile, back in Cincinnati... Gosh, Cincinnati's a nice town, but nothing happens here. Yes, nice town, but no Martians, that's for sure. Extra, extra, inquire, extra, read all about it, Martian fireball panics Cleveland... Joey's Lounge epicenter of disaster. Ranger Doug, what are we going to do? I don't know, Slim, but I don't have to know. But I do know who will know. Who? The man universally recognized as the smartest man in the universe. Let's ride. After a long, grueling ride, riders in the sky arrive at the prestigious Wichita Wizard World Science Center. Gosh, this is where the new Mr. Wizard designate lives. Yeah, it's pretty imposing. I've never seen such a big door. Let's give it a knock. Oh, it's opening. Hey, riders. Come on in. Hey, Mr. Hey. Wizard. Hey, good to see you. Hey, I've got a neat one for you. See, what you do is you take a little water, some Braxo and Elmer's glue, and what do you get? What? Silly putty, of course. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? That's, uh, that's wonderful, uh, new Mr. Wizard designate. Uh, just call me Jake. Okay, Jake, but what we came here to ask you is how to stop the invaders from Mars. Oh, that's easy. Just turn off your VCR. It's not a movie, Jake. It, it's real. Oh, come on, boys. You know it's impossible for there to be invaders from Mars. Here, look at these photographs taken by the Mariner 9. What do you see? Rocks, sand, nothing, no life. No ray guns, no fireballs, no clatus. So, what does that tell you? Hmm. Oh, I know, Jake. The photographs are fakes. <laughs> no, Slim. The photographs are re real. It's the Martian invaders who are fakes. I thought as much, boys. We'd better get to Devil's Tower. New Mr. Wizard, Jake, we could use your help. I'll be glad to do it. It would be the cowboy way. Let's see. I need a, a roll of toilet paper, a leaf blower, and some uh, pie tins. And, of course, my Mr. Wizard travel kit. Let's go. That's right. One turbo. Quickly, the riders and Jake mount up and head for Devil's Tower. Meanwhile, at Devil's Tower, a fake Martian with a pencil-thin mustache is counting up his ill-gotten gains. Let's see, ten tons of rubies, check. Ten tons of diamonds, check. Ten tons of sapphires, check. Emeralds, check. Shania Twain. Woo! All right, so you're the dude from Mars. That don't impress me much. You're from outer space, but have you got the touch? Okay, Charlie in the garbage truck. Here they come. Check. <laughs> oh. oh, you did it again, didn't you? Oh, Charlie? shut up, smoking. Hey, hey, it, it's Shania Twain. Woo! All right, so you're one big doofus. That don't impress me much. You're thick and dumb, but have you got the touch? Hey, hey, what? Never mind her, Charlie. She always does that. Listen, we got work to do. We got to take all the garbage out of the truck and put it in the rocket and then put all the jewels in the garbage truck. What? Why? Well, because we'll fire off the rocket and everybody will think we've gone back to Mars. Yeah? Well, we make a leisurely getaway in the garbage truck with the loop. The villains make quick work of their odious task, but just as they finish... Alert. Perimeter violated. Intruders in Sector B. Want them? Let's check that out on the screen here. Oh, no, it's riders in the sky. Look, there's somebody with them. Huh? It's the new Mr. Wizard designate. 
Say, he's universally recognized as the smartest man in the universe. Yeah, and... Uh-oh. We're in big trouble. He's gonna roll a toilet paper and a leaf blower with him. Mm. We gotta move fast. Let's see. First, I hit this button and release the anti-yodel gas. Initiating countdown. Then T I hit this other button 10, to start the rocket. Nine, Boy, that rocket's eight, ahead of me. Seven... Six, now let's get Shania, five, get in the truck and get out of here. Right, boss, get in there. Come on. Meanwhile, on a ridge nearby, riders in the sky can see what's going on. I think we'd better stop that garbage truck and that missile. Well, Ranger Douglas, simple little number three yodel from over there would probably do it. I'm on my way, boys. One turbo. Hey, what's that black cloud? Good question, Slim. The answer is sulfur hexafluoride. <gasps> Anti-yodel gas! Stand back, boys, no. and cover your ears! No, no Ranger Duck! No! Cover your nose, but don't, don't breathe! breathe. Don't it's, breathe, Ranger Duck! It's anti-yodel gas! Oh, it's too late! What are we gonna do? Oh. I'll just go stand him on his head, too, Slim. Come on, Woody, we've got some work to do. Stand him on his head? Yeah, it'll get the gas out. It's heavier than air. I'm on my way. I'm gonna need a forklift. Okay, Woody. <laughs> Take these pie pans and set up a parabolic array of reflectors. Then use this aluminum rod and set up a resonating pipe in the center of the array. Angle it at the rocket, and the sonic wave should jiggle the rocket's gyroscope and throw it off course. Wow, okay, Jake. And meanwhile, I'll use the leaf blower, the toilet paper, and a few other odds and ends to shoot a magnetic wave at the garbage truck. That should kill its engine and its power steering. Will all this work? I don't know. But the escaping garbage truck has already got a load of trouble. Woo! All right, you better stop the truck. You don't impress me much. I'm gonna drive you nuts if you don't stop this truck. Woo! 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 Oh, man. Stop the truck, Charlie. I can't take that barking anymore. Oh, man. Look, I know. Get me out of here. Listen, I, I, I know she's the country music entertainer of the year, but what's with the barking? Open the door, Charlie. Throw her out. Wow. Boy, she looks good, but that barking. Wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, Woody has the parabolic array set up and his resonating rod working, and amazingly, the rocket stops going up and veers off towards the east. That's just good science. Good work, Woody. Now let's see what I can do with that garbage truck. The amazing Jake aims his bizarre contraption at the escaping garbage truck, and only seconds later... Charlie, what happened? Hey, hey, I don't know. Engine died. Charlie. Power steering's gone. Charlie. I can't control this Charlie, sucker. Charlie, you gotta turn it. We're coming to a cliff. I can't. I can't. Charlie, I'm just... Charlie we're hey. not gonna make it. Hey. Meanwhile, down below the fallen garbage truck, two Y2K warriors are loaded for bear and hunting for Martians. I got my daddy's old pump-action 28. Yeah, and I got me my AK-47. Meanwhile, back in the garbage truck... Look, Charlie. Hey, this cliff's not as high as I thought. Yeah, a big heavy truck like this will be okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, back down below... Look, Buck, rock, great balls of fire, Homer, look up in the sky. It's a Martian UFO. Let them have it. Well, poetic justice strikes again. Meanwhile, back where all this started, Ranger Doug has recovered from the yodel gas and come upon Shania Twain. Woo! All right, so you're Ranger Doug. That impresses me. Woo! Yes, I thought as much. <laughs> and that concludes the exciting Western melodrama, War of the World. Quick! Excuse me, will I interrupt you? Tricky dick bender. You've got the big tingle dangle in your thread wire melodrama. A dingle dangle? Yes. The loose and right, Fernando. Me. The rocket. You don't know what happened to the rocket, do you? Well, the, uh, the rocket is coursing across the midway. This is terrible writing. Bad writing. That's this is Ohio bad announcing. Who Goes came up with this rocket filled with garbage? Stupid. Until stupid. it reaches Cincinnati. What? What is that? Hey, do you hear that, Fernando? Meanwhile, down below, the owner of the Cincinnati Bingles is giving a little garden party, and he's not happy with his musician. I do not like one little bit the way this story is going. Raymond, Raymond Jackass. No, no it is no. And the music was to start at 2 o'clock, Mr. Jackass. It's 2.02. I want Tico Tico, and I want it right now, or do I have to put you on waivers?
Oh, Fernando, what have I got this into? One, two, three, four. Well, it can't get any worse than this. And that concludes War of the Worlds. Join us same time, same station next week for more exciting Western melodrama. Coming only to this, Theater of the Mind. Are the Riders in the Sky. Enjoy the Cowpoka King. And you're listening to Riders Radio Theater. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. And this is Theater of the Mind on the X-Star Radio Network. Riders Radio Theater is made possible by Tumbleweed Southwest Mesquite Grill and Bar with restaurants in Cincinnati, Columbus, and Northern Kentucky. Tumbleweed offers a full lunch and dinner menu, including a variety of Mesquite grilled steaks, ribs, chops, and Tex-Mex specialties. Tumbleweed Southwest Mesquite Grill and Bar, open every day at 11. Okay, well, thank you very much, Texas Big Spender. We have a tribute to a guy who meant a whole lot to our career in inspiring us to start and in encouraging us along the way. And this is uh, some of the great songs you'll recognize from the career of Gene Autry. Be honest with me, dear, whatever you do. Remember your mind, dear, and always be true. Wherever you wander, on land or on sea, if you really love me, be honest with me. My poor heart would break, dear, if you were untrue. Asleep or awake, dear, I dream about you. For you are my darling, you're all that I see. If you really love me, be honest with me. Widen down the canyon to watch the sun go down. A picture that no artist there could Cactus plants are blooming, sagebrush everywhere, granite spires standing all around. I tell you folks, it's heaven to be riding down the trail when the desert sun goes. In the mountains, bravely fighting the battles of time, lives a dear one who's weathered life's sorrows. Tis that silver-haired daddy of mine. If I could recall all the heartache, dear old dad. I caused you to bear If I could erase Those lines from your face And bring back the gold To your head If God would but grant me the power Just to turn back the pages of time 
X-Star Radio Network.